everybody, how are we? Happy Sunday. Welcome back to another episode of your favourite podcast, Life's Your Bitch. I hope you, I really, really from the bottom of my heart, hope you're well. (laughs) Hope you've had a wonderful week if you're listening to this on Sunday. Hope you're having a wonderful week if it's a Wednesday and I hope you have a gorgeous weekend if it's a Friday or a Saturday. How are we? I am really good. I have just got back from Italy, which if you listened to last week's podcast, you'll know all about, but I had the best time and jumping straight in, I am so grateful for the lovely week that we had and I'm so grateful. I was there for a family wedding and I'm so grateful that they invited both of us, me and Carter, my boyfriend, because it was just amazing. And you know what? I'm so grateful to just have such such a great family and my brother I had to say goodbye to my brother my brother moves to Boston when I'm filming this tomorrow when you're listening to this he's been there for like four days already um my big bro if I think about it too much I'll cry my big bro has moved to America probably more sad about the fact that my sister-in-law has also moved to America because love her but yeah so say goodbye to them um on Sunday so that was quite emotional, but I feel like behind all the emotions, I'm just so grateful to have such a great family, cousins, aunties, uncles, mum, dad, brothers, like, I feel like we're all just really close, especially like the part of the family's wedding that I went to, it's actually like my dad's cousin's sons, and I feel like everybody else in a probably a normal family, <laughs> you might not even know who they are, but I don't know if it's like an Irish thing, it's like all of my dad's cousins, so like his cousins, his age, we know all of their kids um and yeah it was them and we just had the best time and I just feel super grateful to be so close to so much family what else am I feeling grateful for I I feel like it was a few episodes quite a few episodes ago now where I was talking about like motivation and drive and like I can't remember what I called the episode I was like do you really believe in yourself no I didn't think so I'm grateful that that feeling is still there because I went to Thailand for obviously three weeks and I went to Italy for a week. So I've been out of the flow of work for quite a while now. And as much as I just had like the most amazing time at both of them, I have felt this like drive and motivation, this like angst to work really hard. Um, And then I was forced to take a three week holiday. No, and I had the best time ever, but TikTok is a fucking nightmare the moment you leave the country. So I like haven't posted on TikTok for like four weeks properly. So I'm just really grateful that that drive is like still there. Like even though I, it's probably why it's still there, even though I had such a lovely rest and such an amazing time with my best friend Tia and then my boyfriend and all my family. I'm really grateful that that drive and that like want and that motivation and that like angst, if that's even a word of like to work super hard and is still there. I have big dreams. I've, big things are happening in this last quarter for me. I'm calling it. I'm manifesting it. So you had it here first. I'm very grateful for that. Like little, little bit of fire inside of me at the moment. And something I wrote four gratitudes this morning, although they're all quite personal. But another one I'm going to share is that I'm really grateful for like a bit of work that's coming in at the moment. Um, I had a really great deal come through the other day. I'm currently a shreddy challenger. Um, this is not an ad at all, but that is just such a dream. The Shreddy Supercharged Challenge, if you are interested, because I feel like the type of girlies that listen to this podcast might be interested. If you know Shreddy, you like Grace Beverly's fitness brand. They host a lot of like challenges. They're normally eight week challenges where 
you sign up for a subscription and yeah, it's like eight week workout program and they give away 11,000 pounds worth of prizes. The prizes have been announced when you're listening to this, but not as I'm filming this, but last year it was like a month of rent, um, a holiday, like obviously a year of Shreddy subscription, I think was one, just like loads of stuff. Your tuition fees paid for, I think they've done before, like just absolutely mental stuff for a year. So if you are interested, if you're looking for a bit of motivation, I'm currently a shreddy challenger and I'm doing the strong challenge for the next eight weeks. Starts tomorrow. Megan 10 will get you... I feel like someone's knocking at my door, but I feel like someone next door is just like banging a hammer. So if you hear that, super sorry. But yes, Megan 10 will get you some some peas off your subscription. I don't know if the shreddy sale is still on while you're listening to this because the challenge starts tomorrow. But if it is, you can get your subscription for as little as 11p a day. I think that works out if you pick the annual one. It's like less than £4 a month. There's meal plans on there. Like I said, there's an eight-week challenge. You can pick from Strong, Transform or Balance, which is gym and pilates you can pick from three four five days a week or and gym or home like there is something for absolutely everyone and i'm so unbelievably excited that i am a challenger like that is just crazy and i'm so excited that i am as well like for my own personal gain because again i guess i'm grateful for that like that bit of drive like i'm really ready to get on my fitness journey this winter I don't know what's wrong with me but I'm really excited for winter like never in my life do I think I've ever said that I'm so excited to like not have many trips planned to not have much distraction I guess like I'm just really in the mood to focus on me and I feel like that can be quite easy in winter because it's I'm really romanticizing winter right now but it's cozier and I don't know. I just feel like we have more time in winter. Maybe we don't. I'm probably going to hate this when I'm trying to run in December and it's like light at nine until three. Like, when am I supposed to run? Because I can't run in the dark because I am a woman. So that's out the question. But anyway, the Shreddy Supercharge Challenge starts tomorrow, actually, which I'm super, super grateful for. Like, I can't believe I'm a challenger. That is just crazy. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. Okay, moving swiftly on to what today's podcast is all about thought I did really well there really quick but it's already six and a half minutes we're talking about how to do it all how to have everything how to balance everything in your life because this is actually something I get asked about a lot and I put my Instagram yesterday like give me inspo and one person said this and I was like yeah yeah that's what I should be talking about it's in a timely manner it's back to school season it is back to uni season and sadly if you're not in uni anymore it's just another day. <laughs> Although I find a lot of like 
a freshness in September, even though this is my second September now, where nothing's changing, I really still see it as like a new year. It's the academic year. We can set some new goals. We can reflect on our goals from the beginning of the year. And yeah, it felt fitting to talk about how to balance it all because even if this is your first time at uni or your third time at uni or like your third year, not your third time at uni altogether, or you're just in school, GCSEs, A-levels, whatever it is, trying to do it all is so hard. So I think I've got pretty good over the years. So I want to share with you my little tips and my little tricks. Not to blow my own trumpet, blow my own horn, toot my own trumpet. In the end of third year, now we'll get onto this in a minute, it wasn't always like this, but in the last half of third year, I graduated with a first class degree. I worked and earned the wage of a full-time job at uni. Obviously, it had absolutely gigantic perks in terms of the times in which I could do it and where I could do it from. But nonetheless, the workload was quite a lot trying to do YouTube at uni. I had a boyfriend. I worked out four to five times a week and I ate super well, but that is a given with me. Like, I just feel like, not to blow my own horn, I kind of managed to do it all. Don't get me wrong, some weeks, something slacked. Some weeks, maybe I got to the gym twice or three times. Maybe not at all. And then maybe I spent too much time with my boyfriend one week and I only uploaded one video. But like, as a whole, not being funny, I absolutely smashed it. (laughs) And like I said, that was definitely not always the case. Let's rewind to February of third year. I was so ill. I was losing eyebrow hair. I was losing eyelashes. My skin broke out in like stress, eczema. Never have I ever had eczema in my life before. My body as a whole was like shutting down. My skin was breaking out. There was quite some intimate problems that we can't go into or that I don't want to go into that were caused by stress. Like I was a mess. I was crying all the time. And around this time as well, I got an editor for YouTube because I couldn't even, I just couldn't keep up with it all. I bit off more than I could chew. I had too many expectations for myself and really at the core of it, I just was not managing my time well, which is something that I always thought I did quite well. And I think, yeah, I got a boyfriend. I was trying to keep up this like quite intense gym motivation because it really did bring me and does bring me a lot of joy. And somewhere in the middle of it all, I crashed. But Once I handed in that module, I had like a week off, I think, and I was able to pick myself back up in January time. And I finished so strong. And I feel like two years down the line, I'm still going so strong thanks to these little tips. So yeah, I wanna share them with you because when I left uni, I had a big problem with stress and I absolutely promised myself, I literally have a Snapchat saved in my memories. When I handed in that module in that January, in this week off that I'm talking about, I made a promise to myself, I would never, no matter what happened in my life, I would never let myself get that stressed ever, ever again. I was in the GP every two weeks, something was wrong with me, I was getting my eyebrows done, she was like, what's going on, you're literally losing your eyelashes and your eyebrows, and I was like, I don't know, never do I wanna be in that position ever again. So, I have very good tips, And they are maintainable, like I said, here we are two two years later and I still feel like 
I can low-key do it all. First things first, probably quite obvious, what are your priorities? Seems simple, but I really need you to identify what your non-negotiables are. Is it gym four times a week? Is it a walk every day to get some fresh air? Is it date night with your boyfriend every week so you don't lose touch? A girls' night, a walkabout Wednesday, every Wednesday, so to make sure you're making time for them. Do you love to dance? I love to dance, definitely a priority of mine. A part-time job so that you can save money for summer or pay your rent. What are your top three other than uni? This doesn't mean that you can only do three and, and absolutely no more. But what are your non-negotiables that you want to do every single week? Mine are, slash still are, or were, sorry, slash still are, my job. I wanted to keep, like, it. this was not even, this did not need identifying. It has and always will be my top priority. I wanted to keep pushing YouTube. I wanted to make sure that if I, even if I couldn't grow, I could maintain so that when I left uni... I could do the job that I dreamed about. Like for me, it was not even a question. My job was absolutely one of those top three priorities. Like I said, always was, always will be. Like this is what I wanted to do so bad, slacking during uni and when I didn't have time or when I was stressed, just like absolutely wasn't an option for me, which is why, like I said, I ended up getting an editor because not posting was has never been an option for me. So was the gym slash meal prep slash fueling myself. I would go to 6 a.m. spin classes. I'd be at the gym at 6 p.m. I'd be at, oh, 6 a.m., sorry, or 6 p.m. I'd be Sunday evening hungover in the gym. I needed that release and I needed that me time as as well with food. Like a food shop every single Monday, every single Sunday was an absolute non-negotiable for me. I wasn't someone that was gonna live off like, whatever I had in the cupboard or ready meals or pizzas or whatever the corner shop had or co-op meal deals like that was and never has been again an option for me I know how it makes me feel I feel really put together when I'm meal prepping and when I'm at the gym which makes me perform the best throughout the rest of my day and then controversial my third one was probably my boyfriend me and my boyfriend were long distance at uni so it wasn't every week but of course seeing him was a huge priority to me now don't get me wrong under absolutely no circumstances and he knows this does my boyfriend come above friends obviously there's times where more people might need you more and whatnot and whatever but overall my boyfriend is not my priority over my friends because at the end of the day your friends are always going to be there for you but I was lucky enough that I lived with my I had like three really, really good friends at uni, I'd say. I lived with two of them. Another one lived down the road. We were in uni today, together every day, sorry. And all four of us also had long distance boyfriends. So it was kind of like an unspoken thing that like when we were in the house and when our boyfriends weren't there, we spent a lot of time together. Like every single night, every single day, walking to uni, going to uni, like we would literally be inseparable. We would do everything together which is why then my boyfriend was a priority and they were all the same as well. Cause like I said, luckily all four of us had long distance boyfriends. So it wasn't like he was a priority and he was in Leeds. Like if he was down the road, he wouldn't, I wouldn't have like said he was a priority cause it was easier to see him, but none of us were in that position. So it wasn't like I was prioritizing someone that was like two minutes down the road wanting to see him like three times a week. It was like making sure every 
two weeks, me and my boyfriend were going on a date night and like making sure that uni wasn't getting in the way of us. Cause we were relatively new as well, making sure it wasn't getting in the way of us. Full stop, I guess. And then we need to stick to these priorities. If your goal is the gym, maybe you only go out until 12 a.m. or 1 a.m. so that you can get up early and go to the gym. Maybe you make sure that you get it done before you go out or maybe you make sure that it's done every single morning so that you can do whatever you want in the evenings. You schedule it in and you turn up and you show up for yourself. You need to be honest with yourself about what your priorities are. And by the way, they can be whatever you want. It can be going out three times a week. It can be make sure you have a girl's night, a boy's night, a dancing night, like a baking night, whatever it is that brings you passion, that brings you passion, whatever it is that you're passionate about and that brings you happiness. I need these in your top three priorities. Like these are the things that make you function. These are things that make you tick. Maybe your priority is that you're reading one book every month. Maybe your priority is that you are watching films. Maybe you do a film degree. Maybe your priority is that you're getting creative. You're spending time doing your hobbies. Maybe your priority is meeting new people because you have a lot of friends in your uni town or your town that you're working in. So your priority is actually getting out once a week to these new events. Whatever your priorities are, I need you to outline them. Be honest with yourself no judgment here because if you're not honest they they won't happen like don't make your three priorities something that you think they should be gym work side hustle rah, rah, rah. your three priorities need to be three things that you genuinely want to fit into your time schedule that is going to make you feel so much better week on week hey it's ryan reynolds and i'm here with keith co-star of my upcoming film if only in theaters may 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Talking about week on week, we are making a week to-do list. This is something that I have always done, but now like religiously do. Now that I'm out of uni, I would probably say. And I wish, to be fair, I did do this a lot in uni, but now I do it religiously, like every single Sunday. We're going to plan around our priorities. For me, my favorite way to plan is on my phone. I will literally get on my phone app and you know the notes app, sorry. And you know, like the ticks you can do like the little circles you can literally tick them off that is what I'll do and on Sunday I will write a huge week to do this unit I will write every single workout that I want to do each run I want to do each individual task and then I'll break it up for example film shreddy reel edit shreddy reel upload shreddy reel shreddy reel caption like they will be four different things to make sure that I because I might film it one day I might edit it another day or I might completely forget to do the caption before it goes live. Like I will break down every single little thing. Sign this, send this, book this, read this, do the washing, put the washing away, do the washing up, cook dinner, do a food shop, meal. Like I will put down every last little thing I can think of. And then I will break it up Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and I will divvy them all up. And I'll do this based on what is due when, what can wait, what I want my Friday to look like, is my boyfriend coming on Wednesday, when will I want, when will I need a rest day. And to be honest, this does take a minute because most times I will write it out perfectly and I'm like, that is amazing. Oh shit, I forgot I'm in London Thursday and I'll need to like replan the whole thing. 
but it is so worth the half an hour or maybe longer that it takes because then your week is absolutely bulletproof because you have seen absolutely everything that you need to do and you have split it up over the week, time accordingly. You don't wake up on Monday morning and write out a huge to-do list for that day because you have no idea when you'll fit it all in if you don't fit it in today. Get extremely overwhelmed and then inevitably fail. And then something you absolutely, absolutely have to do is trust yourself and trust your plan. Try not to get overwhelmed by this list. It can still look scary because it's quite a big list. It's everything you need to do in the week. It can be a bit like, whoa, how am I gonna fit that in? But you have divvied it up into your days. Give yourself things that are realistic to do each day and then just trust yourself. And this will come with time because you'll do it one week and then you'll realize, wow, you're capable of so much more than you thought and you actually managed to get it all done. So next week, when you see this big list, it's not as scary because you're like, I've done this before. I've been here before. I know this works. This plan is bulletproof. I trust myself. I've done it once. I can do it again. And the thing is, you need to try and not skip ahead. So for example, you wake up Monday morning, you see it and you add in two things from Tuesday because you think, actually, I could probably get more done than I've said here. That's not the point of this. We're working smart, not hard. Well, we are doing both. That saying's funny, isn't it? Like work smart, not hard. You should be working hard as well. You need to work smart and you need to work hard. But we're working nice and smart and hard so that we can relax in the evenings. Trust me, when you try this out for a few weeks, you will realize. Now, we need to know when to push and when not to push, which is something we'll talk about in a minute. But when I say don't try and skip ahead, if it's Monday, Tuesday, whatever day it is, and it's 2 p.m. and you finish all your tick lists, and you don't really have anything else to do for the evening and you've got some things on your list that you could be doing right now, yeah, cool, let's fit another three hours of work in because we've underestimated maybe how long a task would have taken. That's great. I'm saying stop and don't get ahead when you finish at five, six o'clock and you've got your evening to rest and you're like, oh, it's only five or six o'clock. I could do that whole other thing. I could do this. I should go and do this. No, this weekly plan has happened for a reason. You need to rest to be able to work hard, which is something, again, we'll talk about in two minutes. But trust me, discipline and trust in yourself and trust in your plan is what is going to get you through uni. Or just life. Limit distractions. Cough, cough, probably your phone. <laughs> like I said, work smart, not hard. Work from uni, not your bedroom. Work in a coffee shop. Work somewhere where there is limited distractions distractions when you get to the end of your day and you see it's 4 p.m and your list is done you can rest like I was saying because you've worked smart and kind of hard so you can have your evenings left over for your other priorities it can be super hard to stick to a plan when you have other things going on and distractions but just remember that you're working super hard nine till three nine till four nine till five so you can go and you can chill for the rest of the day and get on with the rest of your priorities like I said hobbies meeting new people getting creative, reading, whatever, gym, whatever your other priorities are. If you follow this, like I said, you will realize just how much you can get done and just how much you can work and play. But the working smart part is no distractions. We're getting ourselves up. If we can, we're getting ourselves out of the house to uni, to a coffee shop, no phone, put your phone on, do not disturb. Literally put it on the other side of the room. Do not disturb is great because you can't even see if notifications are coming through. I'll put my phone on do not disturb and screen down. Every time you go to pick up your phone, do I need to go on this right now? Is there a reason I need to go on this? Like, I want you to be really, what's the word? Oh my God, what's the word? It begins with I, intentional with, 
your phone, your screen time, your distractions, where you are, where you're working, because one of my absolute favorite points, which we'll go on to right now, actually, is that I always used to try and work and rest at the same time and shock horror, never felt like I was doing either. I was left feeling guilty and unproductive, but mentally I was still exhausted, which is exactly what we don't want to do and is exactly what we are trying to get rid of in this episode and within this whole plan and this whole structure that I have built and what I use now, because that is what I was doing in December. I was trying to work and rest constantly because I constantly felt exhausted, but I always had so much stuff to do. So rather than working smart and being mindful of my distractions and what is going on around me and limiting them distractions, I'm really getting on with my work and working smart and hard so that I can then rest. I was trying to do both because yeah, I constantly felt guilty and unproductive and tired. So we are nipping that in the bud right now. And what do I mean? For example, I was always tired, so I'd be like, oh, I'll just work in bed, I'll edit in bed, I'll do my uni work in bed, I'll do my uni work on the sofa with friends. Friends, the TV show, not actual friends, but sometimes, you know what, both, double friends. And shock, by the end of the day, I hadn't got that much done, and I hadn't actually watched friends, or talked to my friends, or chilled out, I'd just done a shit amount of both. So I was left feeling completely unproductive and like I had completely wasted my day. Now, don't get me wrong, there is definitely a time and place to like get in bed and put a film on and finish up some work or maybe you're really inspired and you wanna plan that essay or you wanna start mood boarding that new campaign at work or maybe you'll just have a little read or a little go on the BBC Bite Size app in your bed. Like there is definitely a time and place for that and when you feel like you wanna do that, that's great and that is how you know actually you're well rested and this plan is working. Or the opposite, maybe you've had a really bad day and you cannot get yourself to work, but the idea of, like I said, sitting on the sofa, putting some friends on, putting whatever your comfort show is on, sitting with your laptop and just like fiddling and just like seeing if you can get anything done and planning that essay a little bit. And before you know it, you might be on a little bit of a roll. There is 100% a time and place for both of those. And they are such a nice treat, keyword. They are such a nice treat. Do not let this be the way that you work all of the time because... I promise you I've been there, I've done that, is an absolute recipe for disaster. You do not want to feel like you're always in bed working, but you're never in bed chilling and you're never actually working. Like that is not going to make you feel like you've got your shit together and that is not going to motivate you to get up and go and do other stuff with your day and get your other three priorities done. Like I said, there is a time and a place, but it is not how we're working 90% of the time. As well as setting priorities, this is something that I actually, for some reason, really overlooked for the last like year of my life. And I think it's because I was trying to like really slow down after uni and have less stress and whatever. But actually the importance of setting goals, maybe your goal is to lift this much in the gym or to get this grade in uni, or maybe it's to hand in a day early so that you can have a day in between modules. Maybe it is to earn or save this much so that you know you can go and do stuff in summer. And it is so important to have these so that every day you go to call in sick or not show up to the gym or not do the uni work, you can remember your why and motivate yourself that way. I've really overlooked goals recently, like I just said. And if you are more interested in that, go and listen to my episode on, um, like I said at the beginning of this episode, what did I call it? Do you really believe in yourself? No, I didn't think so. I talk a lot about how 
I've got this newfound belief for myself and actually it's come from setting goals and I've just set goals with the new Shreddy Supercharged Challenge and I'm going to talk about them tomorrow on my Instagram when my reel goes live and I've not had goals in the gym or goals in my fitness journey for so long and actually even just writing out those goals I was like oh I want to get back to the gym I was like this is so fun I feel like for so long I've been turning up to the gym just to like support my running and my running's been my goal and I'm so excited to like really have a goal with both of them and it actually motivates you so much and obviously there's a moment where motivation needs to become discipline but when you have those goals discipline isn't a lot easier because you want to get there but again make sure they're realistic and to finish it off and totally contradict absolutely everything I've just said but is arguably the most important and is my favorite point and is something I will say about every single thing in life is you need to be bouncy. My old therapist, but we used it in an emotional term, but she said this to me and I was like, I really love that. You need to be bouncy. I think being toxic in your routine and super, super set in your ways is really not great for you you need to let people in you need to be able to change your plans and you need to be able to be bouncy if all of your friends are going out remember to say yes to them and yes to fun opportunities and let the fun in there is a level of discipline of course that we need to live with 70 to 80 percent of the time but if you can't adapt to the world around you and the people around you you're going to be sad you're going to live a sad sad life Maybe you forgot about girls' night and you were hoping to get ahead of that essay. Well, it's time to be bouncy and show up for those that love you. Let your hair down and have fun. Maybe you come home earlier. Maybe you don't drink as much. So you wake up an hour earlier and you can still fulfill your priorities so that you still feel super proud of yourself. But it's going to be super hard to do all of those, like I said, if we're not resting as well. And sometimes resting is going out, letting your hair down and dancing with the girls. Sometimes resting is booking a spa day with those you love. Sometimes resting is going for a walk, cooking yourself good food, like whatever it is, you need to make sure you're being bouncy to let in fun and opportunity. Trust me, you're going to want to be bouncy at uni because there is always good last minute plans and opportunities. And like I said, while we need to have our goals and priorities, you also need to have a goddamn life. Again, be honest with yourself about when to bounce and when not to. Did you go out yesterday? Maybe we don't need to say yes tonight as well. Because like I said, what is going to make you trust yourself, feel confident in yourself, feel good about yourself and be able to set boundaries in other parts of your life is showing up for yourself. So you do need to be honest with yourself about when to be a bit bouncy and when to show up for yourself and stick to your priorities. But I'm a huge believer in being bouncy and being able to change your plans, adapt to the people around you and go and have fun and not being so stuck in your ways because at the end of the day, that's no fun. And you might have forgot to plan something into your diary that you needed to do Thursday afternoon and now your whole life is thrown off and now you feel really overwhelmed and now you don't know what to do and now you're gonna work until 3 a.m. in the night. No, we need to be able to adapt to everything, whether that's last minute opportunities, whether that's things we forgot about, whether that's, an extra module that we've been handed whether that's another shift at work overtime we've been given like we just need to be able to adapt our plans and the better you get at this week to do the better you'll get at shuffling them all around and making a plan that suits you which is also why I recommend like leaving a little bit of space during your days I do that so much because with a job like mine a last minute brand deal might come in that I need to turn around the next three days 
someone might come back with loads of amendments and I didn't think they'd have any. So now I need to sit for a few hours and re-edit something. Like things always come up. So I have learned to be super bouncy. Like I said, which is something my therapist taught me, but more emotionally about being able to like bounce back from good days and bad days and knowing that good days don't last forever and bad days don't last forever. And just being able to be bouncy and come up and come back down with ease and not let it affect you too much and hold on to things. I love you all. And I really wanted to get this episode out because it's officially mid-September, which I don't know how it is, but like I said at the beginning, September is such a fun new start. You know, we're all used to going back to school in September, whether we're 25, 30, 22, whether it's our first September, not having anything else to do. We We all know September is a new start. And if you're not in the UK and it's not September, you have that month. So while you might not be able to relate to this right now, I'm sure you can relate to that feeling in general. And it's never too late to look back at your 2023 goals and start again and make some new goals. And maybe you need to revamp your vision board and get excited, find your priorities, find your goal and plan your life so you can let them all in and just flourish. My lock screen at the moment is you have two choices. You can either revolve or repeat. And like I said, at the moment, I'm just filled with this fire and I wanna, I wanna do it all, I wanna do everything. And you absolutely can, it is so possible as long as you have the right priorities, no distractions, and you can work super smart and super hard. I want you guys to set some fun goals for the next quarter. We're in the third quarter, no, we're in the fourth quarter of the year. I was about to say third quarter. We're in the last quarter of the year. Set some new goals. Yeah, like I said, revamp and good luck with school, with uni, or just the end of the year and general life. I love you guys a lot. And next week, we're talking all about our inner child. Where is it? What does that mean? How do we find them again? And the journal prompt is, when you think about your inner child, what age are they? When you think about letting your inner child out, normally it's this version of you that's a bit like stuck, that needs to be seen or that needs to express themselves a bit more. How old are they? I love you a lot and I'll see you next week. I hope you got something good out of this episode. I love you. (laughs) 